Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with the, the most votes win. Oh, hi, Will. Is this your locker? Maybe. Why? I moved my locker here. I wanted to change my lousy spot. So, Will, I was just wondering, I mean... With the junior social just around the corner. Sorry, Heather. I don't know how to dance. I gotta go. We'll talk sometime, though. Do lunch. Really? When? Uh, sometime. What an asshole. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to all of our listeners. Today, we're talking about The Other Me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, Val, before we go into it, I need to preface to everyone. Mm-hmm. I have had two and a half glasses of wine. This is true. I have had two and a half cans of LaCroix. We are on two different levels. <laughs> so I just wanted to preface that to everyone. This could either be really fun or um, everyone will need to check on me in like three days. Val, tell us about The Other Me. Will do. Uh, the Other Me was released September 8th, 2000. So we're still in the monthly phase. Oh, also, I just want to say this before we go any farther. We are recording this before we are recording the episode that will actually come out before this one. Quince. Right. So we are recording the other me before we are recording our episode uh, uh, on Quince because we had a scheduling issue. So if we reference something in Quince, basically we're we're in the future right now. Oh my God. So just Val, uh, I or maybe the past glasses of wine. I don't know. <laughs> right now. We're time traveling. Uh, so there might be things said that seem weird, but that's why. Cool. Um, Thank okay. you. Anyway. Thank you, Val. <clears throat> oh, of course. of course. I am here for you and for all of you. Okay. The other me was directed by Manny Koto, uh, who also directed Xenon the Sequel. And he's mostly a TV writer. Um, most notably for on American Horror Story and 24, but he's, uh, he hasn't had a huge career, but he's had like a good career, but he, he hasn't directed very much. So it's interesting that he directed this. Okay. It was written by Jeff Schechter, who also wrote Brink. He was adapting a book by Mary C. Ryan. So this is another book adaptation. I feel like every time we have some kind of like weird science fiction, it's always a kid's book. Yeah. So uh, buckle in because we got another one of those. Uh, Medium sized cast, I would say. Uh, We've got Andy Lawrence playing both Will Browning and (laughs) Tui. So I don't think it's like a giveaway of any kind since it's on the cover of the movie that 
there are two of him. So yeah. he's basically doing. We don't know what, how we got there, but there are two of him. Right. Um, he's basically doing what Lindsay Lohan did in The Parent Trap. He is acting to And Val himself. loves The Parent Trap. I do love The Parent Trap. I do indeed. Scott McCord played Victor, the skinny bad guy. Mm. There's a skinny one and an old one. Right. <laughs> That's right. So he's the skinny one. And he is mostly a voice actor now. Oh. One title that seemed more familiar than some of the others was Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. That he's voiced on. Joe Griffassi was the older bad guy. Goon. Yeah, he's a pretty big um his his character's name was Conrad. I don't know if I just said that or not. Mm-mm. But he he um is a pretty successful character actor. I think he's probably my guess is that he's a stage actor in New York because he has uh he's a judge on Law and Order SVU. And I feel like every single one of the people who are judges on Law and Order SVU are like regular stage actors in New York. And that's just sort of like their get money gig while they Can you imagine that passion. being your job? Yeah, I do Broadway at night, but during the day I'm on Law and Order as a judge. Right. It's awesome. And that's what exactly what I recognized him from. Yeah, he also plays a judge on Bull. So he's got two <laughs> two judge gigs. Amazing. <laughs> yep. Um, Allison Pill plays Alana or Alana, as Andy Lawrence said throughout the movie, Browning, his sister. Um, she is from Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Lindsay Lohan. She is yeah. the best friend. Yeah, she's been in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, she's pretty recognizable. She was in Milk. She was in Dan in Real Life. She was on In Treatment in Isn't Scott Pilgrim. is she in something recently? Um, she's... More recently, she was in The Newsroom, American Horror Story, Star Trek Picard, and the show Them, which I think is still mm. coming out now. Um, she, yeah, she's She's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, Brendan Jefferson plays Chucky, who is Andy's best friend, or Will's best friend, I should say. Um, we know Brendan from Holes. Allie loves Holes. Holes. Broken hands and withered souls. <laughs> he was also in Xenon mm-hmm. as the guy from Everwood's best friend on Earth. And he's the one who like blows up his computer building the anti That makes sense or because we have a Xenon connection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. He is not an actor anymore, but he was in those. Uh, oh, we love him. He's great. And holes. Yeah, he's great. He's really fun. Uh, very charismatic, I think. Yeah. Tyler Hines plays Scotty DeSoto, who I think this is the bully who becomes a friend. I think he he's a Hallmark movie guy. Yeah. That's like, like four this year. Right. Yeah. He's he's like doing the Hallmark circuit. Sarah Gadon or get Gaden. I'm not sure. Plays Heather, who is in love with Will. I will. <laughs> yes. She'll recognize her from the cold open. She's had a pretty big career. I would say maybe the biggest of everyone in this movie. She was in Cadet Kelly. Oh. She, like most Canadians, was in a bunch of Murdoch Mysteries. Um, She was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. She was the lead opposite James Franco in 11-22-63. She was in Elias Grace. And she was uh, on True Detective, among some other things. But those were sort of the highlights. So she's, she's been busy. I recognized her from 112263, which I liked her in a lot. Nice. I don't think I've seen it. It's good. It's uh it's like 
Stephen King, he mostly writes scary things, mm-hmm. but every once in a while he just writes kind of like suspenseful things. And that definitely is what 112263 is. It's it's interesting. It's sort of nice. exploring the, you know, how does time work? Can you change oh, the past? I watch that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Mal is so sad that I said that. She was just like, no, nah, that sounds like her. Okay. <laughs> do we have any more actors? <laughs> we do. Somehow we do. Um, so Mark Taylor uh, played dad and he's a very, he's a character actor. He's been in everything, like one episode of everything. Yeah. And same thing actually with mom, who was played by Lori Hallier. Um, both of them have had extensive careers, but like nothing long term, just, mm-hmm. you know, one offs in everything. And then there was like this random when uh, Will or I guess when Tui is watching TV and there's like a sort of MTV type show on the TV, there's like a VJ mm-hmm. and his name is Joe. The actor's name is Joseph Motiki. And the only reason I bring him up is because he's also in Quince. I don't know in, in what capacity can't, because we, we can't wait we haven't oh yeah we haven't watched Quincy you guys yet, will know before we do right we will this, so, this is what I'm talking about we're traveling in time traveling in so time. anyway I just wanted to mention him because of that okay the synopsis is a little longer so we'll see how it goes okay <clears throat> when Will Browning is threatened with military summer school if he doesn't get better grades he decides to do a science project that will definitely get an A. So he buys some ocean pups, unhatched sea creatures that will look spectacular, but he hasn't bargained for the cloning agent that the unscrupulous manufacturers have put in the kit. Next thing he knows, there's another him. So that's the whole movie. We don't that's really like, need to do the rest yeah. of the episode. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, spoiler city. Dear. Lord. Yeah, that was pretty extensive. I mean, I guess most of that does happen like pretty early on, but still, that mm-hmm. was a lot of information for a synopsis. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. Well, Al, what were your first impressions? Yeah. First impressions. Um, the movie wasn't awful. So I'm going to go ahead and give it, I want to give it, I don't know if I would watch it again, but I would give it a seven. Nice. Which is pretty high for me. But I, I I don't know, like, I don't need to watch it anytime soon again, but it wasn't an awful movie. No, the it's good. The thing that really, I really didn't like about it, which I'm interested to know if you know this and you're about to bring it up, is I feel like it has the same composer as Halloween Town. Oh. The music sounded very Halloween Town. And it did not fit for me. So a lot of the underscoring was like really weird for me. And it was like, why are you playing this weird like like literally Halloween Town? I liked the movie overall. Um, Andy Lawrence kills it in this role. Yeah, he's great. He is awesome. I don't know that I would have had that acting range when I was his age. No. I don't think I have his acting range now when he was 14. Uh, I'm 28, if anyone didn't know. You are correct. He scored Halloween Town. Hell wow. Yeah. Nice catch, Al. Thank Holy you. Shit. <laughs> I just, it, wow. I knew. I was like, these are so similar. He's using the same keyboard 
like mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick mm-hmm. number 17 on my keyboard and like you know like, <laughs> yeah 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 he um, also did can of worms okay yeah I think we did know that yeah so that that was honestly what like really threw it off for me that's fair that's mm-hmm. fair um Al anything any other initial thoughts Oh, the only other thing that I really thought of throughout the entire movie was Nia D'Amelio being obsessed with wet Andy Lawrence. <laughs> I don't uh, know if obsessed is the right word. No, she no, was no. like obsessed. shocked by it. Obsessed. <laughs> Nia guested with us on the Miracle in Lane 2 pod. She is also um, part of the tourney pod on the Trident Network. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember her talking about how she was obsessed with wet Andy Lawrence. <laughs> um, because there's a part where Andy Lawrence is wet as if he had just gotten out of a shower or a bathtub and mm-hmm. he had not dried off yet. So when I saw that, yeah. I was like, oh, I get what Nia's talking about. <laughs> hey, Nia. Hey, Nia. Val. Yes. First impressions. I liked this movie. I this is one that I had seen many times as a youth. Okay. And I always enjoyed it. I agree that the acting is good in this movie all around. Mm-hmm. And I think the story is fun and makes sense and is one of those ones where like even though there's some outlandish things happening, like it's grounded within this world yeah. that it's possible and it like works. Um, which I really appreciate when they do in these movies. Uh, one thing that tickled me, and I'll talk more about this later, but one thing that tickled me that I didn't remember at all from watching it as a kid was I loved the bad guys in this movie. Interesting. I You probably hated them, but I, I wasn't a I, fan. I loved, especially the, the lanky guy, like his choices were so bizarre and I was just like, this guy's having so much fun right now. Yeah, and that's true. He kn- like, he knows what movie he's in and he's just like enjoying the heck out of it. And yeah, that was very fun for me to watch. Um, but yeah, it was great. I also appreciated that there were two parents and they had a healthy relationship with each other. They had a healthy family dynamic. It was just sort of like we're dropped into this life and there doesn't need to be some like tragic or like, weird dynamic it's just like no this is just a family and something remarkable happens to this otherwise kind of unremarkable family yeah i thought that was nice the only thing there were a few times where the editing that was required to have two andy lawrences was just awful and distractingly bad like like okay the the very final shot this isn't giving anything away the very final shot they're sitting next to each other and the the one that's being like photoshopped in like who's not actually in the shot with everybody else he's been like cropped too much oh, so he's goodness. like his head is like two-thirds the size that it should be it's, wait it's, please post this on our instagram when this comes out because okay i I'll, I'll don't definitely remember do that. it's bizarre and i i think i only noticed it because like i edit things and i like yeah i'm hyper aware of stuff like that wait okay pause Yes. What? I'm clapping for you because you edit all of our podcasts and we should appreciate you more. (laughs) Everyone appreciate Val. Okay. Thank you. Like everyone, we're going to moment of silence for Val. (laughs) (laughs) I could be silent. Um, Thank you. That's very nice. I, I enjoy editing them thoroughly. It's because she likes to listen to me talk. I do. I laugh the whole time. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, yeah, I think that was like my main immediate thoughts. Yeah. I I definitely the only other thing I'll say is like I definitely related to his motivation. Um, like the the sort of underlying motivation of will yeah or like the reason that he does things like was very relatable Mm -hmm. and made perfect sense and is something that i've definitely done a lot so um, we'll talk more about that later but i just i definitely like it's like this makes sense like a lot of times we complain in these movies that like their behavior doesn't have any reason behind it or like it's completely unrelatable this is very relatable absolutely yeah um, Al, did you have any favorite quotes or moments? Yeah, I had a few. I don't know what in- intro this, but it was, it's an expression. It means maybe next millennium. Yeah, that's from the opening. So that followed right after what we did in our cold open. So as they're walking away, like Will has just sort of brushed off Heather. And then Chucky goes, do lunch. Who are you, Tom Cruise? And then and then Will goes, it's an expression. It means maybe next millennium. <laughs> Very funny. We'll see in year 3000 with the Jonas yep. Brothers. <gasps> oh, Camp Rock. Um, then we said, oh, this made me sad. Um, but we it was spoiled already in the synopsis. But you're just a clone. And I was like, oh, just a clone. I know. Maybe sad. Um, and then someone else said he's actually acting cool. And I was like <laughs> that is a line I probably said in middle school. <laughs> it was the sister's friend when they mm-hmm. walked in. Yeah. Mal, any favorite quotes or moments? Uh, yes. So a lot of them came from the sister. Uh, she was full of one-liners. She says, maybe with some glue, you can bond me to the goofball. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... She says, stop talking to yourself, dip boy. You're not that interesting. <laughs> I was just like, that is, I don't know what dip boy means, but I loved that insult. <laughs> You're not that interesting. And then I think it's also her. Yeah, she says this as well. What's your malfunction, toad? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> she was great. Um, oh, she was great. Um, so at one point, they're t- the dad's taking a picture of Will and he says, give me a big smile for posterity. And I was like, my dad has said that literally every single time he has ever taken a picture of me ever. Really? <laughs> yes. Literally every time. Smile for posterity. Oh, my so God. So I just thought that was so funny that that's that was cute. in there. Um, I think that's it there were some moments that i liked but most of them are like spoiler city ish yeah. so we can wait talking about those um but yeah it was it was uh they had some good good one liners in here yeah it was a cute movie yeah all right so let's just let's get on down to spoiler city so we can talk about the deets welcome to spoiler city val thanks i am nude <laughs> <laughs> intro we need don't include anything else (laughs) delete everything else just put that and the listeners will be like what else did they say (laughs) if you won't hear it you'll just hear thank you i am nude okay lights up on report card day 
Report card day. Um, Val, guess what? There's no narrator in this one. And for that is why I also gave it a seven out of 10. <clears throat> um, we meet Will, who is bad at school. And he is Andy Lawrence. He's just your regular, like, middle school kid. Um, but he's just bad at school. Um, then I wrote creepy girl flirting with him. So that's the girl <laughs> with the weird voice, Heather. <laughs> and he is not good at school, but he needs to uh, pass this project is the science project in order to pass school um he's gonna flunk out if he doesn't pass the science project he needs to get a b or an a in order to pass um but he's been getting like consistent d's and c's um and if he also doesn't pass this a uh, class he's going to have to go to like a military summer camp um, which he doesn't want to do because he wants to hang out with his friends. He wants to have his regular life. Um, but they're very stern on you need to pass in order to stay here for the summer. Um, so he has like this really cute talk with his mom in his bedroom. And when she leaves, he like looks down and sees this magazine that it says, grow your own fun with ocean pups. So this was like, oh, I'll, this will be my science project. This will be how I pass this grade. Val, did they say, is he in seventh grade, eighth grade? I don't know. They don't, he's they just kind of say like juniors, but he's definitely not in high school. So I would right. probably say like seventh grade. So in order for him to pass the seventh grade, he has to do the science project. So he chooses to buy ocean pups, which is basically like sea monkeys. Then we cut to the lab where ocean pups are made and we see these two goons are like planning to like clone things and the goop that they had been using to clone the rats, which worked, was spilled over by one of the escaped rats. These men are doing unlicensed experiments and they just don't lock up the animals. Yeah. Like the animals are just free to get out of their cages. It's like cool and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote ocean pup guys are evil cloning geniuses <laughs> and they call it hyper cloning, I guess, because it like instantly clones you to be yeah, it's like fast. the same age and like everything. Yeah, I don't know. Then the goop spills through the floor onto the like conveyor belt where these boxes are being made and it goops onto only Will's box. So we see the process of it being stamped and sent to Will. And he opens the box. He starts to make the ocean pups. And he doesn't have, like, the stir. So he uses his comb, which has a piece of his hair on it. And since the goop was in the water and the comb had the hair, then it has the DNA and... We get a second Will. Mm -hmm. This is where we get Nia's horny alert. We have... Um, <laughs> Wet will. <laughs> also, a very funny, like, small part where he calls the customer service agent and oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. just completely disinterested. Yeah. <laughs> so he calls the company and he complains and he's like, I have, like, there were sparks and there was this and it was super scary and I don't know what's going on. And she's just like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, as a customer service representative, that is not how you do my job. I apologize if anyone has ever talked to you like that. Call me at my job. I will talk to you very nice. So then she like doesn't really care, but still actually once she gets off the phone with Will, tries to like figure out the problem. Mm -hmm. So she then goes to the clone guys and is like, hey, have you heard of anyone like having this issue where like there's lights and sparks and this and that? And then they freak out because they're like, oh, he's cloning something. We don't know what happened, but 
something happened where he is cloning something because that is not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So then the other Will is now a person. They look each other face to face. They freak out. Um, The other Will somehow just like magically starts to learn everything, which I actually think is kind of cool where it's like Mm -hmm. you could tell him a word and he'll automatically know it. Mm -hmm. So he starts to copy Will. Will starts to call him Tui later, but for now we'll just call him Tui to differentiate because I just wrote (laughs) Will throughout all of my notes and it's going to get confusing for me. (laughs) But then he starts to learn things from his room, like how uh, he like looks through his clothes and he starts watching TV. He reads his textbooks. Yeah, like, and so he's really smart. Tui is really, really smart because he just like absorbs every piece of information that he can and holds on to it. Unlike me, who forgets everything I've ever learned. (laughs) (laughs) I can only hope that a clone of me would be very smart. So then they start sneaking around the house because Tui starts to just like explore and the other, and Will is like, oh God, I gotta like make sure that mom and dad don't see. And so they have this really funny interaction of uh, Will is with dad in the dining room and Tui is with mom in the kitchen and they have the like. The barn doors. Yeah, barn doors. (whistles) Those doors, the like. Saloon doors. Saloon doors, that's a. Yeah. Okay. Oh! Yeah, okay. Well, 10 out of 10. (laughs) So, mom and dad almost catch. There's, like, a moment where, like, dad walks in the kitchen and Tui was actually in there, but then he, like, had left, and so it was, like, this big thing. And it's sister, fun physical comedy. Yeah, yeah, very fun. It was a cute moment. And then sister, yeah. like, is on to him. She's like, something is up with you. Because Tui is very, like, innocent and kind. Right. And so, like, his interactions are completely different with everyone than Will. Right. So the family goes to visit Grandpa Mordecai at the, at the nursing home, and when they come back, Tui is gone. He is not at home, which he said, stay here. And of course he didn't listen. Um, So he finds him at the park and he's like, okay, I have to like teach you how to be a human being. Because when he found him at the park, he was catching a frisbee with his mouth because he was imitating a dog. So he's like really learning a lot, but just like needs some guidance. Which Also, he, sorry, one quick thing. He found him because they have like a psychic connection. I didn't pick that up until later. Yeah. So he found me a while to pick up. Yeah, this was the first time it manifested. So he like, like sensed or like sort of saw what Tui was seeing. Like he was like grass, something park, park, and then he like yeah. went to the park, and that's how he found him. Cool, thanks, Val, because mm-hmm. I did not pick that up until like the last three quarters of the movie. Um, so then he starts like teaching him like how to be a human being in the garage, which I think is hilarious that he's doing this with an open garage door. I know. You're so afraid of everyone catching you, yet you're doing this with an open garage door where your parents can come in, where anyone could see. Insane. And then it, he goes to school for Will because Will is like, oh, you look like me. I don't want to go to school. I hate school. You go. Like, you learn the things. You can learn how to, like, be me. Um, and we find out that Tui loves frozen pizza and he loves to dance because he watched basically the TRL equivalent and he's in the cafeteria, like has frozen pizza for the first time and literally just like breaks it down, starts dancing with no music. And it is so awkward and so funny. And then everyone is just like, Oh yeah. And then they like play music and then everyone starts dancing. So everyone loves Tui, like the Tui mm-hmm. version of Will, because he's like, doesn't 
give a shit about what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, while they're doing this dance in the cafeteria, ha- Heather asks him to the dance because, and Tui has no idea that Will doesn't like Heather. And he's just like, okay, will there be pizza there? And she's like, yeah, I can bring some. And then she does, but like, it's <laughs> weird. So he says yes to going to the, like the turnabout dance with her basically. Mm-hmm. And he gets in trouble for instigating dancing in the cafeteria, which I thought was so weird um, because I'm like, who, who cares? He started a riot. Is yeah. What he said. Yeah. I think they basically just needed a reason for him to run into the bully. Mm. Yeah. So he ends up like talking to the bully and like Will had gotten the bully suspended. And then they actually talk like human beings and be like, oh, I have parent problems. You have parent problems. Like, but it's Tui. And so he's just being a nice person. And so the bully is like, oh, actually, you're a cool guy. Like, we should be friends. Then the Ocean Pups people come to Will's house. So they have like tracked it down. They have like figured out who Will is because he called. Mm -hmm. So they like know who he is. So they found his house and they're like, hey, uh, hey, did you call anything? And Will's like, nope, not me. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, okay. But then as they're walking away from his house, they're like, if we don't find out what he cloned, whatever he cloned is going to dis- disintegrate in three weeks. So then mm-hmm. that's where our stakes come in of like, Tui is going to like disappear in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we have this montage, Bigo, of Will not going to school And Tui going to school for Will because Will at this point is like, I hate school. I hate learning. You go to school for me. And Tui's like, I don't know what life is. I'm going to go experience life. And then you kind of see what happened to everyone (laughs) during quarantine of the (laughs) first few days. We're like, yeah, I am overexerted. I'm going to take this for me. And then you're like, wow, I've watched every piece of television I can watch Ever. <laughs> um, and so Will starts to get really sad that he is kind of like missing out on his life while Tui is living his life for him because he thought it would be really great to do nothing all day and watch TV all day when in reality that's, you know, not living. Right. So then Tui is having this great life for Will at school. He's involved. He's popular. People like him. And then Will gets jealous. So Will's like, Tui, you're not going to school for me. You stay home. I'm going to go back to school because I'm tired of being at home and you're doing too much. But like Will goes back and people are like treating him like the old well. And he's just like, Oh, okay. Like he's just like really confused in this world that someone else has been living for him. So, um, the whales fight and the pups, people, the ocean pups, people like follow the other, they follow regular will. Mm-hmm. So they follow, they follow will. And then Tui sees him and starts following him and like will steals the clone juice. So a part that I didn't mention was that oh. there's like juice to like make them real forever. And so yeah. it's like if you drink this antidote, yeah, you, you'll be a human forever. It's like the right. Pinocchio. They were following Tui on his way to the dance. Mm. Yeah, they weren't following because real Will. They were following Tui because real Will didn't want to go with Heather. Well, no, he did want to go, but oh. Tui said to him that he was going to leave after the dance. Like he was going to go away because he, his thing is like, he wants a family and he doesn't feel a part of Will's family because he's nobody knows he even exists. Uh, And so he wants to like go somewhere where he can be himself and be like a human being who has his own friends and family and blah, blah, blah. Um, So will like feels bad so he's kind of like all right fine well then you should go to the dance so that you can like see everyone and say goodbye and then you know go yeah 
So Tui's alone, and the Ocean Pups people, the clone, the evil goons, start following him. And so then they're at the dance, and then he, everyone's like, oh, you're so cool, teach us how to dance. And then Will shows up, and he's wearing two different outfits because now they're both there. And then he kisses Heather, Heather, which is really confusing. So he kisses Heather because I think by this point, Will has sort of realized that Tui is doing it right. Like, yeah. that he, he like... Tui is very open hearted because he doesn't know any better and he hasn't been like beaten down by the world. And so like he had no reason to like keep Heather at arm's length. Yeah. Right. And arguably like one of the arguments that they have a little bit before this is like Tui literally says to him, he's like, you're afraid. You're afraid of failing. And so you don't try. Oh, this was the real fight part. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he did that, obviously did that with school, but he also did it with Heather. Like maybe he liked Heather, but he was afraid of what would happen if he actually let like let his heart be vulnerable. So he never actually tried. So by the time the dance happens, he's already kind of like become a little bit more mature and like learned from Tui's example. And so I think that at that point he like has fun with Heather, like dancing with her and like sees that she's kind of supporting him. Cause at one point, so like Tui keeps starting all these dances, right? Cause he loves to dance and will like one of the first things he says, as we said in our cold open is that he doesn't, doesn't dance. Another thing where he's like holding himself back. Right. And he has to start a dance to distract from the goons so that mm-hmm. Tui can get away. And so he like does this whole thing. He, a thing that he does throughout the whole movie is yo-yos. So he's like, okay, yo-yo. And he just does all the yo-yo moves as his dance. But like Heather's right beside him, like supporting him and mm-hmm. doing it with him. And so I think that he just kind of feels, you know, he's like, okay, I w- have been a jerk and yeah. I actually do like this person and feel connected to her. And so he kisses her and that's how that happens. Yeah. So, okay, so we're at the dance, and then Will shows up, and he's teaching the dance so that he can distract to get Tui away. And then um, Tui gets away, and they had fought, so he's, like, sad, and I'm going to go find a family that wants me and loves me. Um, So he ends up, like, wanting to take a bus. So he's, like, at the bus station. And then Will gets kidnapped by the goons. And so the other – the goons kidnap him, literally – gag him and tie him to a chair mm-hmm. which is horrifying in a warehouse mm-hmm. which is horrifying but um Tui is like getting on a bus and he could like feel that like Will was in distress kind of what we were talking about how about how their clones they can like kind of talk like that twin thing um and so uh like he comes back to save him so Will is like gagged and tied behind a chair and then Tui comes in to untie him and save him. And then the goons left. So literally like drove away, but then they come back because they ran out of gas because they're goons and they're stupid. (laughs) Um, So then they are like, oh my God, where did he go? And so they're running around this warehouse. It's very, if you remember from under wraps, it Mm -hmm. very similarly looks Mm -hmm. like the, the warehouse from under wraps where they're just trying to get at one another throughout this like warehouse. Mm -hmm. And then the goons end up getting, Tui, and then I wrote more hijinks. <laughs> so there's just like tipping over the the tar and pushing over the beam and things yeah. where it's very home alone. Yes, I was just gonna say that. And then Will um, saves him. He gets locked out, but somehow makes it in from his friends. 
and then like, it comes in on a chain and like kicks over the tall goon. And then like, so the goons are kind of like to the side and he's like, oh my gosh, Tui, you're about to disappear. Cause at this moment it's been three weeks. He's literally like disintegrating before your eyes. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, it's a very Dumbledore moment where <laughs> Will makes Tui drink the juice and he's like, <laughs> and it's very Dumbledore like, Make me drink it even if I don't want to. Um, <laughs> and then the friends come help the bully and Mr. Holesman. And then by drinking the juice, Tui turns real. Um, still has everything he's learned. He hasn't changed at all. He's just now not going dis- to disintegrate. And then the police come and Will's family comes and they're like, whoa, 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 what's happening? And they're super surprised. And the cops are like, okay, what happened? And Will is like, oh, this is my cousin Gil. <laughs> this is my cousin. My twin Gil, cousin. My twin cousin Gil Pupman from Belgium. And they like lie to the cops and say they're cousins. And they're like, yes, this is my family. This is my cousin. And he's like, please lie for me. Please lie for me. And the sister, after all of like hating each other throughout the entire movie, is the first one to be like, yeah, it's really weird. But like, that's our cousin. And they look exactly alike. And then the parents are like, Yep, that that's our family. So then we see them at the at the dining room table at the very end where uh, Will and Gil, uh, he is now a part of their family and they adopt him as the cousin. Um, and it is a very happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that this movie kind of like Smart House, I thought had like great emotional depth. Mm hmm. Like without there was it being a lot of other much. stuff going on. Yeah. Like it w- felt authentic and earned. And there were some really like hard moments, but they were like, they worked, I thought. Um, and especially like that conversation where Will and, and Tui are talking to each other, like they're not talking to each other. So that's like an added layer of, you know, challenge as an actor to like basically be having a conversation with no one Mm -hmm. or a best, like a stand in or something. So I thought that was really cool. Andy Lawrence really steals the show in this movie. Yeah. He's great. Like he, I feel bad for insulting him during the tourney pod. Oh, I mean, this was also like his peak cuteness. Yeah. You know, he's, he was like at a good stage, but yeah, I mean, he did a great job. Like he really understood both of these different, like demeanors and like embodied yeah. them really well. Um, and I think that one of the coolest overarching concepts in this movie is, and it's said almost immediately because like Tui almost instantly starts reading and like retaining and is interested in all of this science stuff. And Will is like, how, why aren't you supposed to be my clone? Like, I don't understand. And he's like, yeah, I am your clone. I am you. And so like the whole thing is that Will has this capacity He's just not doing it. Like mm-hmm. he's just not like okay. Well, that hits way too close to home. <laughs> I mean, me too. Um, all right, shall we bingo? We shall bing. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to bingo. All right, Val. We're going to start in the top left corner, and we'll move our way over. And we are going to hope, hope, hope for a bingo. I think we've gonna, we're going to mark a few new squares. This week. Oh, I yeah. Have, I have I've hopes. got at least one locked and loaded. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think I know which one. Here we go. I'm going to start this week, Val. We've got in our top corner left, we've got one hit wonder song. 
Yes. Yes. I did my homework this week. I I did too. Okay. Well, there were a lot of songs. A lot of songs. A lot of, and this is a reminder to listen to our uh, decommentaries Spotify playlist where yes. we pull. Uh, it's I say we. I don't do it. It's Val. <laughs> Val pulls the songs from the movies and puts it into a playlist. Yes. For you. If they're on Spotify, they are in the playlist. Um, and actually, the song that I was going to mention is not on Spotify. That's how oh. much it was just for this movie. So during the first montage, there's a song called Everything Feels Like New, and it's by Alex Johnson, who is a recording artist, like who has stuff on Spotify, but just not this song. Okay, nice. But yeah, we definitely get to check this. Also, Al, I was thinking the whole time, are we going to have to do another dance? No, dear God, no. No? Oh, (laughs) did you hate it? No, I can't dance, Val. You can't dance. Val, you I can't kill dance. the dance. Do you know how many times you were screaming <laughs> about how I think good we you should, did? I think we should do it. I think we should do it. All right, it. next time we hang out. It'll be in January, okay. but we'll hang out. We'll do it. Breaking the fourth wall, looking into the camera. Nope. Yes. Oh, Okay. There's one time where he it's uh, when he slides on the ground and he's like, I'm the king of the cafeteria. And he like looks directly into the camera, but he's supposed to be looking <laughs> at the adults. Um, he didn't break the fourth wall, but he does look directly okay. into the camera. OK, that counts. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Wow. OK. Holiday themed. No. Nope. Not the same. Clunky metaphor. <sighs> I mean, so I was thinking about this. I always struggle when it seems like it should be the easiest ones. Yeah. It's the ones where it's harder. Yeah. Uh, Like, I would say, if if anything, you could sort of say that, like, the concept of Tui is that he is the, the, like, unbroken version of of, uh, Will. And so he doesn't bring with him, like, all the baggage and stuff. So, like, he himself is sort of like a metaphor for like mm-hmm. shaking away all of the like burdens that you carry yeah. as you grow up and are beaten down and all that stuff. So I would, I would say we can count it. Okay. Um, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Parents who just don't get it. I honestly don't think so. I don't think so this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're really lovely. And like, there's a moment towards the end um, where will is feeling very insecure and he knows that Tui is going to leave. And he literally asks his parents, will you still love me if I go back to the way I was? Cause they were sort of like telling him like, you've been doing so great and we're so proud of you. And you know, you don't have to worry about going to that military camp. Like you've, you've gone above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like so earnest. Like he's so genuinely thinks that they only love him when he's doing well. And and what I loved about this moment was obviously both of them were completely shocked, you know, that he would ask that question. Yeah. But then of the two parents, the dad is the one that comes and hugs him. And yeah. I loved that because he'd already had a moment with his mom anyway, but also like a dad showing physical affection to his kid um is especially at that time was not like super common yeah um and so i love compared that. to like so, brink dad you know right right exactly so um i think that uh they definitely got it yeah absolutely cool non-parent adult no no i would argue that if you like the villains they're kind of cool but they don't 
help the like protagonist in any way. So no, they're, they're not, not like friends. Yeah. 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 Someone too famous for a TV movie. No. No. Competition to resolve the central problem. No. No. A montage sequence. Yeah. Yeah. School. Cliche villains. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Goons. <laughs> Love I only use it because Val started using it in uh, Under Wraps, and now I use it every time. <laughs> goons. They are goons. They are goons. They are goons. Clothes or items that you owned? <gasps> Val, what is it? This is the one. Okay. So two things in <gasps> his room. Okay. One, I had a Dreamcast, which was that video game console that he had, which okay. is like, I've never known anyone else who had one, um, but he has one in that movie. And um, the other thing is his phone, his cordless phone is a VTech uh, and it's like sort of translucent. His is red. Mine was purple, but it was the exact wow. same phone in my room. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. And I remember I had that phone when this movie came out. And I remember being like, oh, that's my phone. And like, I thought it was like the coolest thing that yeah. he had the same phone as me. Aww. Yeah. So. I didn't really have anything, um, but I did have a crimper, which his sister had crimped hair at some point. Oh, okay. um, but I don't think that would count, but we're going to count it for Val today. Yeah. He also, the outfit that he wears in the very beginning of the movie, I wrote, I think I, I was going to say Val, you look like outfit. someone who would app. <laughs> absolutely yeah. have that yeah every part of it yeah. yeah rotten tomatoes 40 to 60 oh man okay um, just as a reminder val has to pick one if she's within five she gets the point if we are 40 to 60 we get the point mm -hmm. i i think this is pretty good so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 63 great news val we get the point but you don't Okay. <laughs> what is it's it? It's 43. What? Yeah. Oh, that's criminal. Um, but hey, we get the point. Yeah, but it's better than that. That bums me out. These scores make no sense. It's like, true. Some of the worst <laughs> ones have the better scores. I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah. Uh, happily ever after. I'd oh, yeah. say so. Everyone gets pizza. Grandpa Mordecai's healed at the table and remembers his entire <laughs> life now and no longer has alzheimer's <laughs> so weird mm -hmm. almost kissing i mean there was kissing there was real kissing so we mark it yep uh someone who became famous i would count i i am team if there are enough character actors they equal one famous person Yes, but also I would count Sarah Gaden or Gaden, Gaden okay. or however you say her name on her own too. Heather, Heather. Yeah. Hey, Will, it's me, Heather. <laughs> you know what? I sound like Stefan. New York's hottest club, Beans. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <clears throat> Betraying of one's real friends or values. No, but I did want to bring up something that we didn't mention before was Holzman, his best friend really mm -hmm. didn't believe will that he had a clone mm -hmm. and was so just like stood by him even though he's like yes. dude you're crazy but i'll go check the bathroom <laughs> yeah, i don't believe a you that you have a clone i will keep looking and that is like the definition of friendship like he was the yeah. ultimate friend and that yeah, ride or I, die ride or die yeah. i loved that about him yeah where i no, was like for sure 
that was just such a cool character trait of his that he was just like dude i went to the bathroom he's not there you're crazy and he's like dude i'm not crazy he's like all right like i believe you i'll keep looking yeah it was awesome totally totally there was one moment where he (laughs) they literally like okay we're gonna split up and i'll look here and you look here so they literally just parted ways so like they couldn't have been probably more than 10 feet from each other. Yeah. And then Will gets kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and Chucky yeah, that did happen. has no idea yeah. <laughs> that he got kidnapped. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh, the logistics of that one didn't make sense, but that's no. okay. Uh, your childhood crush. I'm marking it because as a kid, Andy Lawrence was my high childhood crush. <laughs> Fair. Fair. He was. I now have a crush on Tui, like his beautiful spirit Al you're so cute I love you oh I love you oh okay obviously bad special effects or stunts yeah because of all the times that you mentioned Tui yeah yeah it was there was a couple times where it was very 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 bad yeah um also the eye lines were sometimes wrong like when they were supposed to be looking at him and he wasn't there but um for the most part it was pretty good but just they did a good job but there were a few parts where you're like yeesh yeah for sure yeah eric von denton kirsten storms ryan merriman kimberly j brown or our last one in this box any lawrence brother oh yeah andy lawrence andy lawrence andy lawrence we had to check the box because andy lawrence was in this movie but his brothers weren't but we still get to check the box because of andy lawrence <laughs> that was amazing thanks <laughs> um okay uh musical number well dance number yeah do we count count i want to count it because we haven't marked this in so long i want to mark it yeah no i i think it was a legit like full blow like i don't think we're gonna see something like this again until high school musical true like a bunch of people dancing in the cafeteria with trays (laughs) yeah 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 like that's hardcore yeah Magic. magic science magic science magic baby let's go (laughs) science is real magic buy our merch buy our merch they make great holiday gifts uh someone says the title of the movie yes oh i didn't hear it good job yes i wrote it down at some point he he like is talking to tui and he says what am i going to tell people that you're the other me or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so it definitely he literally said it yeah scooby dude Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened. Just a bunch of youths in a warehouse. Youths in a warehouse. (laughs) That's a book I would have read in fourth grade. Youths in a warehouse. (laughs) Uh, The heroes create the problem. I would like to say yes. Yeah. For a few reasons of he's not good at school, so he resorts to a second Mm -hmm. party for his school project. Two, Mm -hmm. he was the one who decided to stay home and send Will to school. Mm -hmm. So first problem was he was lazy. Second problem was he was lazy. So I do think that he created the problem. of. I agree. I agree. They helped him with the cloning thing, but he definitely (laughs) created. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened to him if it weren't for the fact that he was lazy. Lead is a fish out of water. I would say that our second lead, too, is a fish out of water. 100%. Yeah. Val, guess who got 
One, two, three bingos. Three bingos? Um, we have our third line down. We have closer items that you own. Rotten Tomatoes 40 to 60. Happily Ever After. Almost Kissing. Someone Who Became Famous. We have our very bottom line. Magic. Someone says the title of the movie. Scooby Dude. The heroes create the problem and lead as a fish out of water. And going uh, vertically, our fourth row, we have clunky metaphor, a montage sequence, almost kissing our decom star box and the heroes create the problem. We have three bingos. I feel like we've been striving for one where we get a bunch. Yeah. And this is a good one to get them on too. Yes. Congratulations, Val. Do you want to wager more points? in a game that I've created for you. Sure. Great. Thank you. Welcome to Cloner Clown, Cloner Clown, Cloner Clown, Clown, Cloner Clown, Clone, 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 or Clown. Okay, welcome to Clone or Clown. Uh, We've played games like this before, Val, um, where I've asked you a question and you have to decide whether it's one or the other, but this is a lightning round game. You don't have time to think. I'm going to tell you a word and you immediately have to tell me the answer. All right, I'm going to give you the name of a thing and you have to tell me right away, Clone or Clown. You don't get moments. First instinct. All right. Okay. So um, this is not one, but this is an example. So if I said bubble. Clone. Great. Exactly like that. That was not one of your Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Clone or clown? Mira. Clone. That is correct. A goat. It is a cloned goat. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. Joey. Clown. That is correct. Joseph Grimaldi. He's one of the first clowns. Mm. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Dolly. Clone. Oh, Val knew that one. I knew that one. It is the very, it is uh, the sheep. The sheep yes. that was cloned. Yes. I remember it was on the news. Yes. That was like all the rage in 2000. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one. Rex. Clown. Incorrect. Oh. That is from a Star Wars. Oh, Rex, like, oh, Captain Rex. Yeah, that oh, I googled. Sad. I'm sad I didn't know it was Captain Rex because obviously I would have known it was a clone. Huh. It's like I made it hard or something. He's from the show Clone Wars. Yeah, Rex the... is great. Yeah. I actually just got a sweatshirt for myself that's part Ahsoka Tano and part Rex. Weird. You still got it wrong. <laughs> She's like trying to she's trying to win me back here. Uh-uh, people. No. All right, I'm just here we go. I love Rex. Okay. Ready? We're moving on. Three, two, one. Krusty. Clown. Yeah. <laughs> it's from The Simpsons. Yes. The Simpsons. The one show my parents never let me watch. <laughs> Three, two, one, Eve. C- clone. <laughs> <laughs> she's short circuited. That is correct. I shouldn't give it to you because you wanted to see clown. But it is a human clone. It's from 2002. I didn't do enough digging to figure out what happened to Eve. Um, but supposedly it was the first ever cloned human was named Eve. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Squishy. Clown. That is correct. Where did I find it? A clown named Generator. <laughs> On the internet. That would be my clown name. Squishy. All right, here we go. Last one, Val. Three, two, one. Allie. Clone. 
That's incorrect, Val. The answer was clown. Are, are we talking about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big clown. Oh, yeah. You are a big clown. But nice to know that you think I'm a clown instead of a clown. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. You got six points out of eight points. <gasps> wow. I did it. Uh, thanks for playing, Val. You're oh, in the top for... 75% of players. Thank you. Of all the players. Wow. Yeah. I got 100%. So. Well, not all of us can be you, Al. That's why, why we clone. Why <laughs> the other me? Okay, Val. <laughs> thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for hanging out with me and time oh, traveling. I just love you so much. I love you so much. Um, once again, everyone, like, subscribe, leave a review, buy some merch, tell your friends. Tell us on Instagram how much you love us. Listen, even if it's just for a few moments, every new episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And also tell us one nice thing about us this week. Yeah. Yeah. This is coming out a couple days before New Year's. So So make a resolution. We didn't even we didn't even mention New Year's, Val. And New Year's is in three days. Okay. It's November 30th and New Year's is in three days. So um, (laughs) be good to your fellow humans. Yeah. Resolve to be a good person and to give us a review. Um, and uh, next episode, we will be watching Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. That's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, everyone. Our resolution for next year is to keep giving you incredible content that you continue to listen to. That is a great resolution. Seconded. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.